Hello everyone, this is Beverly, and you're listening to Journey. Okay, so today's topic is holistic healing. Alright, and specifically I'm going to be talking about massage therapy and how it ties into wellness because that's what I do for a living. I am a massage therapist. So massage used to be considered a luxury and with the changing of the times now more and more people are adding it into their everyday lives just as they would a doctor's visit or prescription medications. Um, And the reason for this is because first of all a lot of people are against painkillers and um, these synthetic uh, man-made drugs because they have more side effects and cause more problems than they, um, than they do actually solving the problem that they are for. Okay. Um, lost my thought there, but anyway, um, some benefits of massage, uh, include, um, increase of circulation. So if you have an issue with circulation, um, massage therapists can help increase the blood flow, which is healthy because we need our blood to flow easily and we need our blood to be able to get to every part of our body, you know, without restriction. And, um, Restriction on blood flow causes, I mean, causes problems. So also massage is a mood enhancer. You know, I have had many clients come to me um, and they've had a very bad day or, you know, um, a bad week, even a bad month. And after the session, they feel much better and they appreciate it. Because, you know, it's it's hard out there sometimes, you know, and a massage is a great way to escape, to reflect, to kind of just wind down and just let go. And if you have a really good massage therapist, they will help you accomplish that goal. Um, so with that being said, massage also boosts and increases the state of relaxation. You know, I have a lot of clients that have anxiety and, you know, intense living situations. And after a massage, they always feel ready to, you know, get back into life and get back on the horse and, you know, do what needs to be done. And um, that's really important. We all need to have that thing that helps us, you know, regather ourselves. Um massage also is a pain reliever okay um people well actually studies show that massage can help uh decrease and heal arthritis okay also massage is beneficial for people that have fibromyalgia fibromyalgia is a condition where the nerves are hypersensitive so you know 
everything is painful. I have a couple clients with that condition and everything hurts. So massage kind of helps, you know, to ease that pain. And it's, it's, it, it goes deeper, but, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into that right now, but, um, yeah, it helps with fibromyalgia. It helps with plantar fasciitis. Um, it also helps, um, improve range of motion for those that, you know, might not, um, have total range of motion because of this, that, or the third, especially an injury. Um, for example, a rotator cuff injury massages, uh, really, really good for getting that, uh, area loosened up and with stretching, we can get it back to normal. Um, also, you know, if you're active, even if you're not active, but if you're active and you work out, massage is good for, you know, uh, getting your muscles to in a relaxed state so that you can improve your flexibility. All right. If we incorporate that, incorporate stretching with that, you, that, that you're going to be amazing. (laughs) You're going to feel amazing. Also, massage promotes a peaceful, nice rest. And that is key. (laughs) I have clients that have um, insomnia and restless uh, leg syndrome, all types of sleep disorders that once they get a massage, they are knocked out. Sometimes it's the best sleep they've had in days. So that's another benefit. I would suggest that if you do have um, sleep disorders or if you do have insomnia, maybe get a massage um, like an hour or two before you go to bed. I know most places are open until 10. So if you're, you know, on a good time, if you're on a good sleep schedule and you go to bed by 8 or 9, you could definitely make it into a spa Um of some sort to get an hour massage and then you can go home and get some good rest okay because it's nothing like waking up uh after a horrible night's sleep you you feel like you don't want to do shit you know excuse my language but you really don't want to do anything and um you're unmotivated and you're crabby and uh, most of us work so who wants to go to work like that you know so yeah Massage can promote a peaceful night's rest. And <laughs> there's like the the benefits go on and on. Um, also, you know, if you have dry skin, <laughs> I, it's funny because I have a couple clients that have dry skin and they're like, this is like the best my skin has felt in like days. You know, I, I don't know why some people don't lotion. I mean... I mean, I guess some people just don't think about doing it. But um, if you have really dry skin and you get massaged regularly, it could definitely improve um, dehydration in your skin. All right. You should also do it at home, too, because the skin should never be super dry. It's, it's uncomfortable. All right. So with that being said, um, it is important that, you know, you hydrate heavily after getting a massage because what massage does not only does it um 
increase circulation, but it gets everything moving, including the bad things that are in the blood, the toxins. And what water does, it, it helps flush your system. So when you get a massage, drink lots of water so that you can flush uh, all those toxins out. Okay, if you if you don't hydrate, um, side effects from for not hydrating uh, after a massage include stiffness and soreness of the muscles. So you could possibly wake up the next day feeling like you got hit by a Mack truck, and nobody wants to feel that. And that also causes the client to think, "Oh, my therapist did a horrible job. They hurt me." When in actuality, it was because you failed to hydrate and replenish your body excuse me guys my allergies are bothering me um all right so let's get into it so common misconceptions um for massage uh are well number one massage is still sexualized by a lot of people you know Oh, you're, oh, you rub on people's bodies for a living. Ooh, like, you know, and they, and they, you, they want to get into like, oh, do you do happy endings? I'm just going to be real. Um, and I have gotten that question, like, do you do happy endings or, you know, um, what else do you do? You know, I actually had a client that got the massage and, when it was close to the time to end the massage session, I guess it was like 10 minutes uh, before I had to end my session with him. He asked me, so uh, uh, what are you going to do next? And I'm like, well, we're working on the shoulders and the neck and we will conclude the session after that. And he was face up and he was like, oh, so um, nothing else. And I'm like, no, nothing else. We're almost done. And he was, as a therapist, you can tell when there's like suggestion, suggestive, uh, he was being very suggestive. I, I'm going to put it that way. And what he was looking for was something that I don't provide. Um, massage therapist, and it's important that you always call your therapist a massage therapist and not a masseuse because um, the difference is we are here to help meet your need in in regards to your health, okay? Uh, massage therapy is not a luxury, okay? It is something that is there f- to help you heal, Okay, on a muscular level. All right. So when you go to your therapist, you should not be expecting any more or any less than healing. Okay. So, you know, you have those creeps out there that think that, oh, massage therapist, like uh, I'm going to get a happy ending or, you know, she's going to massage something else. No, your massage therapist is going to massage all your, um, muscles all the appropriate muscles and that's that okay so you know it's it's sad to say that that's still a thing but uh it is and 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 there's you know people that are very questionable i had a client that 
actually like proposed um you know what I'm not going <laughs> I change my mind I'm not going to get into it on this episode but you know clients can be pretty out there like you you, you have some interesting people out there all right but like I said you know massage is still sexualized to a certain degree and uh we we have to establish the difference okay a massage therapist is a professional okay a masseuse is a professional too but i wouldn't consider a masseuse a massage like they massage but i think it's more for the relaxation like you know uh experience type situations that really digging in and fixing the problem and helping relieve pain and all of that stuff i'm not knocking you know any therapist that works you know to just you know cater to the rich and you know cater to their just you know (laughs) you know what I'm saying but you know there is a difference so if you're going to see someone that's helping you heal call them your therapist not a masseuse um also people say that massage therapy can be or is too expensive and there are always affordable options i know that some insurance companies are looking into i mean i know that some insurance covers uh massage not enough i think that all insurance should cover it but it is something that's changing in that way um there are places that are not reasonable at all when it comes to prices and I feel like they are just places where you go to retreat and have a great time places there but there are other places that just specialize in healing and I'm most of those places are pretty affordable you know you have to look into it you have to do your research okay there's always a way to uh afford massage you know you can even get massage through some chiropractic offices and um sometimes that's more affordable than going to an actual uh massage uh spot like a a spa or something like that like a franchise spa like um healing hands or uh hand and stone shout out to healing hands that's where i work a eh? <laughs> so you know come see me if you're in media pa at healing hands and uh, i'm sure that you know you will not regret it anyway um so like i said I feel like all insurance companies should cover massage therapy because it is something that helps, uh, that has health benefits. Okay. And that's that on that. (laughs) Anyway, um, I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. I, I had a very long day today and, um, Actually, it's been a very trying week, so um, forgive me if this doesn't sound as organized. Trust, uh, believe me, I wrote my notes, so I'm going off my notes. Um, 
just bear with me. Um, it's like 11 o'clock at night and I'm ready for sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, so some of the things that I've learned being a therapist, uh, uh, one being how to thoroughly listen to, um, people and their needs. Um, you have no idea how many of my clients have told me that they appreciated that I listened to them and I paid attention to their needs and catered to their needs. They tell they I have been told that there's been therapists that just did whatever they wanted instead of what the client needed and what the client asked for. Okay. So one thing I have learned is to really listen and pay attention to people and that has been now that is carrying that has carried out into my everyday life now I can't help but really listen and pay attention to uh people when they are talking to me even if it's not about massage therapy and um that was that's very important like I can just hone in and really just focus on what someone is saying and the reason why that's so important to me is because um, I can admit that before I got into massage therapy, I was not a good, I don't think I was a good listener. Um, I would tune out or like, you know, zone out and completely miss what somebody was saying. And that was because I had lack of focus or lack of interest or both and you know, that it is not right, but that was my issue. And being a therapist now, I'm able to have that focus and interest, even if it's not something that I agree with or something that I'm interested in. But it's always nice when someone gives you their undivided attention anyway, whether or not they can relate or not. So that's something I've learned. Um... I've always been a caring and compassionate person, but massage therapy has really, really opened me up to being even more caring and even more compassionate because people, um, when they get on my table, some people just let it all out. Like some people will just talk to me about the thing, like things that have happened. I had this one client that, you know, told me that she just beat you know cancer and she was you know she got emotional about it I've had people get emotional on the table I've had people you know confide in me about you know their relationship issues you know their you know their um their issues with their kids like it 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 varies but people like when they get on the table, they really do trust me, like, in all sense of the word, trust, they really do trust, they're in a vulnerable, uh, position, like, check it out, like, you're naked, or almost completely naked on a table under two covers, and someone is getting ready to come in and manipulate your muscles and touch you. And, you know, you have to be a pretty open person. I know people that do not like massage because it's like they, they don't want somebody touching them like that and whatnot. But you, you have to be pretty open person and okay with being vulnerable when it comes to being getting ready to get a massage, receive a massage. 
So, you know, um, being caring and compassionate uh, as a therapist, I feel, is even better. And, uh, you know, it kind of helps the client feel safe, you know. Because um, who wants a cold, callous massage therapist? I don't, I don't even know if you can even be a massage therapist and be cold and callous. Like, it, it doesn't go together at all. Um, with that being said, like, um, I've also learned how to guard my energy and disassociate and that we learned that in school about being able to ground ourselves because there's a thing called energy transference and it goes both ways. So the client could give, so I could be massaging my client. And I could take on whatever energy that they have going on, be it bad, uh, let's say negatively, for example. I could take on their pain. I could take on their frustration, their anger, their sadness. Like, it happens. It, It has happened to me before. I had one client completely drain me. Like, I felt depressed, sad, and everything. They walked out feeling great, but I felt depressed, sad, achy. And that's because I didn't control my energy and I didn't ground myself before going into the session. And sometimes we don't think to do it. And sometimes it catches off us off guard when we're like, oh, crap, I just took on this client's uh, issues. Um, and then there's the reverse. You don't, as a therapist, we don't want to give um, our client whatever energy, whatever negative energy we are feeling, which is why grounding is so important because there should never be a time where I'm walking into the um, treatment room with anything that I'm carrying from my personal life. Um, yeah, so the, yeah, like I was saying, there should be no reason why I'm carrying whatever I have from my personal life Uh, that's negative into the treatment room with me and therefore transferring it to my client that that's a no-no so again I have to stay grounded if I'm going through something at home and I'm feeling it and I still I'm I'm going to work and I'm still feeling it even when I walk in the building I actually try to make a habit of shaking it off before I even walk in the building that way I can get into the mode of healing, okay? I, you know, there's self-healing, <laughs> which I'm going to get into on a different episode, but there's self-healing um, um, techniques and practices that anyone could get into, but at me as a therapist, I have specific ones that I do um, now. I didn't always do them. But I do now to get myself grounded into it and, and, and into the healing space so that I can heal my clients instead of, you know, give my BS to them. talked about um guarding myself and disassociating um 
I've also, okay, so another thing I've learned is how to um, be patient. I've had clients that are very difficult and nitpicky. So you'll get into a treatment room. Oh, I'm too cold. Can you turn the heat up? Okay. Oh, um, it's uncomfortable. Can you fix the headrest? Okay. Oh, the music's too loud. Oh, you know, can you turn the lights down? Um, oh, uh, you didn't work on my back enough. Can you return to my back after I spent 20 to 30 minutes on the back? You want more back work? Well, what about the rest of your body? But okay, again, you know, you have to be patient. And even in this industry, it's kind of like the customer's always right, kind of, because we have lines that we draw, that are drawn, and we have lines that are not to be crossed. So, you know, but initially, it is about, you know, making sure the client is, you know, satisfied and happy. But, you know, we get those clients every so often that are nitpicky. And at first, well, I shouldn't say at first because I am not, uh, I can be passive at times, especially when I was starting out, I would have those clients that were nitpicky and, you know, I was always polite and everything, but I would leave the room like, oh my God, like they were such an a-hole you know, or, or some other choice words. I'm like, gosh, like they were not satisfied. And they, I I would go out of my way sometimes for some clients and they would complain, you know, or leave me a crappy tip. And it's just like, really? Like, wow, really? You complained the whole time and I still cater to all of your needs and you don't tip (laughs) or you give me a $5 tip. After spending an hour on you and your, you know, complaintive ass. <laughs> Sorry for my language. It's just, it, people are just funny. But yeah, uh, being a therapist has definitely taught me how to be patient. Um, and also how to stay neutral because I get those clients that are great, but then they start talking about politics or religion and I, well, at, ethically, we are supposed to stay neutral. And there's been times where, you know, somebody has vented about, you know, their political beliefs and they weren't the same as mine. And I just had to hush or, you know, be, you know, keep it like, you know, not really respond at all. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, keep my two cents out of it. Now, I've had clients that share my same beliefs and depending on the vibe and the energy, you know, I might, you know, go into it a little bit with them and, you know, but that's because we're on the same page. So it's not going to be, it's not stressful. Um, I prefer not to talk about politics um, during a massage session because especially if the person is seeing eye to eye with me, um, lately, I, I, all right, I'll say it like this. Lately, I haven't, um, really been too big on talking politics because I'm very disappointed with this country and how things have gone for the last four years. 
from electing this crazy president that we have to all the nonsense now. I even had to turn my news off, my news feed, my news notifications off on my phone because I just was like, it's just something every day. There's something stupid every day is driving me crazy. So, yeah, so lately I haven't really been the one to entertain any conversation, whether it be um, agreeable or not. And religion is another thing because I'm not religious, I'm spiritual, and some people really don't appreciate that, and some people really don't understand that, like, oh, like, oh, you don't believe in God, but I never said I don't believe in God, I just said I'm not religious, I don't claim any religion, and then you have, it's mostly Christians that, you know, seem to be offended by that. Oh, you're spiritual, but you're not religion. Well, Christ saves and maybe come to my church and whatnot. And it's just like, I appreciate it. But like I said, I'm not religious. I, I grew up Christian. And to be honest, it did nothing for my family. It did nothing for my parents. And um, as I as I have gone through life and experienced things and learned things for myself, I realize that religion, this isn't my opinion, this is my personal opinion. I realize that religion is nothing but a form of control. And (laughs) I could definitely go into more on that, but I feel like that's for another podcast as well. I've talked on, I'm going to have to go back and take notes on what I what I said so I can remember to talk about these things later but yeah um I don't really get too many people that like to talk sports during a massage but you know I do have I did have some clients that were heavy into sports and would want to talk sports and I also try to stay clear of that only (laughs) because I live in the area where the Philadelphia Eagles are like the team and I'm just going to say this I am not an Eagles fan I used to be but I am not anymore although I am proud of them for winning the last Super Bowl uh, I was very proud but I'm still not a fan um and that's that on that and I have my favorite teams and you know some people call me a traitor and whatnot I actually did have a client that was like oh my god we can't be friends and this is why I don't talk politics <laughs> because I'm like I'm not here to offend anyone and you know I don't I don't want you to get upset because I'm not your uh I'm not an Eagles fan so this is supposed to be a time where you're relaxed and calm and uh collected and you know so let's not do let's not go there is basically what I what I try to say but without but in so many words okay uh what else what else what else yeah so that ties into you know me having to you know I can relate but I had to keep a professional okay when I'm in there you know depending on the client and how long I've had them because once you have once a client repeatedly comes to you they start to feel like family or they start to feel like a friend a close friend and so like the interaction changes over time but to start out 
Um, you know, I keep it professional and if I do choose to relate to anything they say, I, I keep it, you know, professional, you know, I, I, professionalism is my number one thing when it comes to my profession. (laughs) That might sound redundant, but seriously, like I, I don't play when it comes to my profession. Like it's strictly business. I will always carry myself with the utmost respect and I will always respect uh, my clients with the utmost respect. Okay. Unless, well, not unless, but you know, if the client is inappropriate, that's when, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not down with that. <laughs> I'm I'm not down for that. You know, like if you come to me and you, you cross a line, that's it. And I'm not going to be your therapist and I will flag you. So, and so, and by that, when we flag a client, that means every therapist that sees that profile will know that that person, it, well, if they're flagged, it means that they did something wrong. So if another therapist sees that, it's like, okay, they're warned. All right. So most therapists, when they see a flag client, they choose not to work on them. And depending on why they were flagged, sometimes they can be banned. And I had an issue, I had a situation where a client was totally inappropriate and I reported it and I don't know why they weren't flagged or banned, but they weren't and they came back and they, they got, they, they had, you know, a different therapist. I I was just like, I'm not working on them. And it was funny because the other therapists were like, you know, wow, they shouldn't even be here. You know, I, I had half a mind not to work on them, but you know, they gave them a shot. And I guess this time around they were, uh, more respectful, but if it was my, my business, once is enough. Like if my therapist comes to me and says, Hey, um, that client was inappropriate, such and such, such and such, they're banned, you know, like, it's it's a respect thing my my like we have to respect the client and the client should respect us and that's how I feel about that so why I think massage should be routine in all of our lives well for one um life is freaking hard you know, it's challenging. And then there's all this depressing stuff happening around us. There's all this anger, all this hate. And it's like, it's not enough love. And you have all these people hating on you for one thing or another. And you have people wishing ill against you. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot to fight spiritually. Okay. And so not only that, but then there's like all this stuff being put in our food and it's, and, and it, it, it's kind of hard to eat healthy, like, you know, and then they make it, um, even harder by, you know, making sure that, you know, organic is expensive 
which nowadays people really don't care because they care about making sure their bodies are healthy. So why not spend the money? Um, and that's a, I actually have plans on talking about healthy eating in my, in the next episode. So I'm not going to go into detail with that right now, but, um, yeah. So with all that, you know, that we're dealing with in everyday life, um, we would all benefit from a massage, especially like, you know, even if it's once a month, you know, I had clients that came once a month. I had clients that came every two weeks. I had a client that came like twice a week, you know, like whatever helps you get to the healthiest version of you, I, you, you should go for it. All right. So, you know, massage definitely forces like massage to incorporate massage into your daily routine or not. I shouldn't say daily routine, but into your real uh, life routine. Um, it would definitely force you to have to slow down. And because you're making time to slow down and get a massage, you're also making time for yourself. And I list, I just listed all the health, well, some of the health benefits of massage, right? So even if you're a healthy person, you will still benefit from massage because you're just causing your body to um, operate in the way it should and keep it operating in the way that it needs to operate, right? So um, it, it, it definitely would benefit all of us. I'm pretty sure that if everybody were to get a massage <laughs> frequently, we probably would not be having all this hate and malice and just all this drama in the world because massage just relaxes you and who can be mad if they're totally relaxed <laughs> please tell me who could be mad after being totally relaxed all right and um with that you know like i said massage can help improve your your life you know you come in you had a bad day you know maybe got your heart broken maybe lost someone and you know you come get your massage monthly massage maybe you know you come you know twice a month to get your massage and eventually well actually the massage will help you um center yourself and relax and be able to really you know process your feelings and emotions um therefore you know you the more you go the the less sad you could well of course you're going to feel sad if you have a loss or you get your heart broken but you could process it better you know instead of sitting in the house sulking or you know uh sitting in the house uh being depressed and um, massage, I think massage helps with depression too. Um, I haven't had anyone tell me that, but because of how it makes you feel, I, I feel like it could definitely help someone with depression. Um, I'm going to have to test that theory out and get back to you on that. Unless it's already been tested, then let me know. You know, you guys can, you know, send messages and you know, f feedback is always great. Um, 
So, um, massage helps raise, like I said, it's good for everything. It helps raises your, it helps to raise your vibrations, you know, recalibrate. I get, I like to look at it as a recalibration, you know, um, it's been, you know, it helps improve mental clarity and helps you improve, you know, your state of mind. Like I've, uh, massage helps, you know, the mind, like I said, recalibrate. Like if you're having a hard time, to fo- having a hard time focusing, um, due to anxiety or what have you get a massage and I guarantee you, you'll be like more level headed, you know? So, oh, you know what? <laughs> it's funny because in my notes, it all I already researched. So, yeah, um, massage does help reduce depression. It does help reduce anxiety. It does help reduce stress. And these are all, you know, facts. So, in addition to massage, um, there's aromatherapy, which is a popular thing amongst uh, the massage, well, I shouldn't say massage community, but the holistic community. Um, aromatherapy is excellent. And um, actually, uh, most places pair aromatherapy with massage. I know that I do at the place that I work. Um, and also, I do it. Uh, for my private clients when I do home visits as well because uh, oil essential oils have their own benefit, uh, health benefits. So, yeah, you can... Uh, arom- yeah, aromatherapy is one. Reiki, energy healing. Um, I, I am certified in that. And that can go along with massage therapy. I actually offer it to my clients. Um, I... I've performed it about three times now, um, on three times for a couple of my friends and I do it on myself and I do it on my daughter. Um, and Reiki energy healing is a whole different thing. And when you pair it with massage, that is a beautiful uh, session and time spent wisely and um, more of that more on Reiki on another podcast there's so many things that I have to share with you guys um, and Reiki also incorporates the use of crystals so that's like crystal healing uh, as well uh, hot stones which are which is great for improving the circulation and also getting my uh, relaxing the muscle at, at a quicker rate rate than just having hands-on contact because the, the the stones are warm so the warmth of the stone making contact with the muscle causes the muscle to uh, relax um, quicker and then there's cup, cupping therapy which is awesome. I had it done once and I want it again. Uh, other holistic healing methods include acupressure, um, acupuncture, which I've been told is excellent. Um, I never had it done, but some of my clients have and they love it. Uh, sound therapy. Uh, if you're new to sound therapy or you don't know what that is, look into that. But um, 
that includes singing bowls. Um, if you ever heard of Tibetan singing bowls, they're, they sound beautiful. And they let off a frequency. Um, and each frequency has, like, targets a different part of the brain, I do believe. And um, there, there's different... Um, and different healing takes, a, like, uh, takes place um, because of that frequency. Uh, I don't know how to word it right now. Um, there's guided meditation, which is also part of sound therapy. Uh, vibroacoustic therapy, which is uh, a new thing. Like I, I have to research more into that, but that's healing through vibrations. Um, and tuning fork therapy, which is something that I've been researching. I actually have a book on it. Um, if you're interested in what books I have on these things, uh, stay, stay tuned because I'm going to list a couple of books I've been reading, um, and, uh, using to learn about these different, uh, holistic healing methods. All right. So yeah, that, that's about it for that. Um, I hope this wasn't too painstaking or painful to listen to. Like I said, it's been a very uh, long week, very trying week. Uh, It was a very long day. I am tired mentally, emotionally, and physically. (laughs) So I I, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen anyway. And, um, I appreciate, um, your support and, you know, recommend the podcast to your friends and family, you know, um, because I'm always going to be sharing, uh, information worth having. I'm I'm never, I'm never going to come on here to BS you guys. Um, and, uh. I doubt that all my podcasts are going to be, like, this informative. Like, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to have podcasts that are going to be more relaxed and casual. This is all new to me. So, like, I'm still trying to get the hang of it and, you know, get a feel for how to speak and how to be more eloquent with my words. But, uh, you know, thank you for sticking with me anyway. All right? So I said that I had a couple of books to recommend. Uh, first one being Tuning the Human Biofield. Um, it's about healing with vibrational sound therapy. She goes into uh, great detail. It's uh, a little on the scientific side. So if, if that's not something that you're interested in, I wouldn't recommend that you read it. But she also has an audio book, which is the way that I listen to it. Um, because it just was easier to comprehend. Okay, it's by Eileen Day McCusick. Also, I touched a little bit on Reiki and crystal healing. So, uh, there is one book called uh, Crystals for Beginners. And it's by Karen Frazier. And she also has another one called Remedies for Mind, Heart, and Soul Crystals for Healing, the Complete Reference Guide. And they're awesome. 
if you're uh, getting into crystal healing and you're uh, interested in what crystals do and how they can, you know, uh, affect the body and your energy field. Okay, uh, I hope you guys check it out and uh, I'll see you on my next podcast episode. Take care.